Hi friends, my name is Diana Paquet and I am the host of The Diana Show. I am an adoptive step biological and dog mom of five, six if you include the dog. I'm married to the love of my life, Thomas, and together we're shepherding a four-year-old girl, three teenage girls, and a 19-year-old boy. It is a wild ride. Lots of eye-rolling, door-slamming, long conversations late at night, but you know what? Also lots of laughter and tons of joy. I really reached this place where I just want to chase some fun and learn new things and explore. And I'm just so curious. I just started roller skating again. What's up with that? I'm surrounded by real friends and I'm just in this good place. But even so, I still struggle with insecurity, worthiness, imposter syndrome, shame, and sometimes fear. So through my podcast, I'm chasing down stories of vulnerability, honesty, and tips and tricks on becoming a better version of a human. And I thank you for joining me on this journey. I'd love to hear from you if you ever want to connect. You can always find me at ms.dianapiquet on Instagram or email me at dianapiquet1 at gmail. And with that, on with the show. I really wanted to ask you because you had mentioned about your herbs palsy. I hope I'm saying that right. It's the first time I've heard about it. Yeah. And I feel like sharing about that story and sort of like how that affected you. Cause you said even up until recently, you know, in recent years you had been like, Oh, I'm not working out in front of people or whatever. Mm -hmm. So if you could tell listeners, first of all, what that is, how that happened and then sort of how you've kind of come full circle and you know, the support you have around it and all that, I would love to hear. I would love for you to share that part of the story. Yeah. So herbs palsy, um, So most, not everyone gets it through birth, but most of the time, and I don't have statistics in front of me, but (laughs) most of the time it is through um, the process of birth. So for me in my situation, um, that's what it was as I was going through the birthing canal, my left arm shoulder got caught as it was coming out. So it kind of pulled, which then teared nerves and it causes damage, um, it varies in the results of that. Some people, um, their arm does not grow at mm-hmm. all. Sometimes it grows. And actually mine is not very noticeable. If I point it out to you, you'll notice it is a little bit shorter and it is a little bit thinner. So there is some difference there, but, um, but it does, it tears the, the nerve. So then it affects um, your range of motion, your strength, um, like I said, the size of your arm. So it ranges in all different effects. Um, for me, I was blessed that it really is not that noticeable to the eye. So it was easy for me to hide it for a long time. Um, at the time when I had it, there's different, you know, therapies and treatments now, but, um, I was born in 1979 and I guess they didn't have physical therapy for it. So they told my mom at birth, just pin her arm up to her right shoulder across her chest and keep it like that. And I do think actually now that I'm thinking it, my mom was told to, you know, kind of move it in some directions, but there wasn't any real physical therapy there. So, um, you know, it didn't really affect me much during childhood, really at all, even through high school. I don't ever actually remember it being something that was on my mind or ever a problem or inconvenience to me. So um, 
the first time actually that I remember really affecting my lifestyles, as I mentioned, the very beginning of this, I played um, women's lacrosse um, my freshman year in college. And uh, I got away with it in high school. And I don't know how much you know about women's lacrosse, but um, you are, you know, you hold it in your dominant hand, but as you you know, your skills get better. And as you, you know, go higher in levels, you're expected to use the stick in your right and your left hand. Well, mm-hmm. we were encouraged to use it left-handed because that, you know, that makes for a better player. Well, there was no way because of my range of motion with my arm and the weakness, I was going to hold it in my left arm, but I'd never shared that with anyone. Mm-hmm. I just somehow got through the season with just doing it on my right hand and just saying, oh, I really stink when I do it on my left. And I ended up not continuing playing through the rest of my college. That actually being a big part of the reason I also didn't want to do dual sports there. I wanted some time off in college and not training and being in sports the whole time. But that was a big reason why I gave it up was I can't do it with my left arm. So that's kind of the first time I remember it really affecting my lifestyle. Um, And, you know, I just never talked about it. I guess I was insecure about it. And I always, even when we did training for field hockey, we had to do the weight room. I hated going in the weight room and having to do upper body workouts because bicep curls, I can't do that motion overhead press. I can't really do that motion either. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would avoid the gym a lot of the times and avoid ever talking about it or showing it. Um, And even through, you know, having children, I never talked about it. My husband knew about it, but it wasn't something we really talked about. I don't even really think I discussed it much with my, my own mom. (laughs) It just was like a thing we just didn't talk about. Um, and so when I became, uh, well kind of back before that, I would, you know, kind of go to the gym and avoid again, lifting upper body. And I just kind of, uh, gave myself the, you know, the term I'm like cardio queen, I run races, and I do cardio, and I don't do any weightlifting. And really, that was because I was avoiding um, lifting in my upper body. I just I didn't, it made me uncomfortable, I couldn't do it with my left side. So I just avoided it. And um, what I learned was, after kind of being forced into doing some home workout programs, when my girls were little, I thought, well, now I'm in the privacy of my own home let me try lifting some weights with my left arm and see what happens. And it, mm-hmm. it's not pretty. And even to this day, I'm, I, when it comes to weightlifting programs where it's upper body, it's very intimidating to me and it's really outside my comfort zone. But um, I didn't actually get on social media until about 2018 when I decided to do some coaching for Beachbody. And I thought, well, I've got to get on social media. If this is the network marketing. Right. And I just felt this tug on my heart that like, I have to stop hiding this. Like, what am I so insecure and scared about? So I made a post kind of like outing that I had herbs palsy, which a lot of people don't know what herbs palsy is, Mm -hmm. but what was really cool about it. Now I have never spoken to anyone actually in person to this day. I have not spoken to anyone in person face to face that has herbs palsy, But now through social media, I have this whole community and network of support of others, all ages from all over the world that also have herbs palsy. And it was like this veil was lifted from my eyes. I was here was this thing that I was hiding for 40 years of my life because I was so insecure about it and I didn't want to share it and I didn't want to point it out to anyone. Even my own children at that time didn't even know like, oh, mommy's arm is like, I can't touch my shoulder. Um, and I kind of was like, felt it on my heart to share it. And 
number one, I realized this isn't so scary. What's the big deal if I point out some insecurity about myself, um, this little, you know, abnormality, I guess you can call it, or injury. And, you know, I found this whole community of others that are just so inspiring and so supportive and watching other people in their herbs palsy journey and, you know, a lot of other fitness, um, you know, lovers like me that have herbs palsy and, you know, everyone that I've talked to, their story is a little bit different about how it affects their lifestyle, but it's been really encouraging and inspiring. And I share that a lot through my social media. Um, I don't talk about it all the time, but, you know, it's something that I just learned to just get over. It was, I'm just so grateful that I kind of overcame that insecurity and I shared it and that I that I eventually decided, let me see what would happen if I started lifting because I can lift weights. I can do push-ups. In fact, my left arm looks a lot more muscular than my right arm because <laughs> that time under tension is always there, but I'm like proud of it now. I, I think yeah. that's cool. And I'm just, I'm sad that I waited so long to talk about it. Um, because if I could just encourage one other person to overcome an insecurity they have, even if it's something completely different than herbs palsy, then that's pretty cool. Um, but I am grateful that I eventually, even if it took me around 40 years to actually talk about it, um, that I did because one of those things that seems so scary and then you do it and it's like, what's the big deal? It's not a big deal at all, really. And it's yeah, been really it's like cool. Yeah, it's like what you thought was your weakness now is sort of your superpower because you have this experience under your belt that inspires other people, you know, to realize like we all have these things, whether they're something in our mind or it's actually some sort of physical thing, everybody's got something mm -hmm. and, you know, not that you can overcome it completely, but who cares? You don't need to overcome it completely. You're beautiful the way you are. And I think that's a big part of the story. Yeah. And I, you know, I think, gosh, if I had never decided to just see let me just see mm -hmm. let me just try mm -hmm. get into if that I would have mode. never done that wow my life would have been so different mm -hmm. you know I would have not met all these other people all over the world that I have if I would have never just spoken up about it I would have you know I just physically I just can't imagine I'm I'm actually sitting in my gym right now in the garage <laughs> looking mm -hmm. at my weights because it's the one quiet spot I know no one's gonna bother me in here yeah. But I just look at these weights and I think, oh my gosh, I literally have some of the dumbbells that I started with that I was like, let me see if I can pick this one up and what I can do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I get to celebrate those little victories along the way when it's like, oh my gosh, like the other week I was like, oh my gosh, I kind of did a, a, you know, an odd bicep curl, but I did it. I would have never been able to do this before. Yeah. And, um, you know, you get to celebrate those things. And I think, man, you know, our insecurities, they eat us up. And it's so freeing when yeah. you just kind of get over that and you share mm -hmm. it with someone else. There's just something mm -hmm. so freeing and liberating about that. And, you know, we, we let like these scary, like these things that we perceive as being scary, hold us back. And then it's like, you do it. And you're like, well, I wasn't so scary. It's like my kids, they'll be so scared to like, you know, go on a roller coaster ride like come on just try it just try it try it, it take so much convincing and then they do it once and they're hooked and like woohoo this is the greatest thing ever it's like see I told you right <laughs> just right. do it yeah, yeah that's how I mean that's how we're wired we we are cautious mm -hmm. um I don't know if it goes back to like our lizard brain when we were hiding in caves or what it is but <laughs> we all are to a certain extent most of us are very cautious and it takes a, it takes 
a lot of coaxing to get out of that fear place and get into that risk place. But mm-hmm. I think that there, I think that this world really is made for boldness and the more bold you are within reason, I think mm-hmm. the, the more you end up getting the rewards. And so in this case, the reward is that you get to use your arm and your arm is stronger and you get to inspire people and you get to be inspired by all those people that you're, you know, that are reaching out to you that you have a community with. And so by being in that risky place, you got a huge reward. Yeah. And I, mean, I think that's you know, amazing. It's contagious. It's mm-hmm. contagious. Being bold and being courageous is contagious. I didn't intend for that to rhyme, but it really is. <laughs> you know, you see other people who are, you know, just brave and in, in everyday things, whether it's going back to the body positivity and girl, wear those shorts. Who cares if you've, you know, got some jiggly thighs, wear them and wear it with confidence. Right. And you know what? That's encouraging to someone else who is maybe a little insecure. Right. So I love how, uh, you know, just that's, what's cool about people, right? We can, we're all different. And I think the more we share about these things and have these conversations and even you through your platform of your podcast, you're sharing other people's stories Mm-hmm. And if it can encourage one other person and hit home with one other person to, you know, do something courageous or do something they've never done or speak out about something, then that's so cool. Like, think about the impact that that has. Yeah, definitely. Hey, yeah. so can you tell me this? Like, say I am like, um, hey, Susan, which I would love. I would love this. Hey, Susan, yes. you're incredibly <laughs> inspiring. And, you know, obviously I can trust, you know, your, your physical fitness is a total attribute that's you wear every day. So it's obvious, you know what you're doing. Where do I start? I know for starters, people, if you want to follow her and she has totally cute reels, um, Mm -hmm. you can go on Instagram and follow get fit with Suze and it's get dot fit dot with dot S U Z. And that's where you can follow her on Instagram. But say if someone reached out to you and they were like, look, I really have been struggling with this pretty much my whole life. I've been a yo-yo dieter. I really want a routine and I need some help, 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 help me out. What would you say? Yeah. First, what I love to do is ask questions more than offer help because it does help to like, what are the things that you're struggling with? Mm -hmm. What have you tried before that hasn't worked? And like, why does that work for you? Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think it's, it has to be kind of customized in a way. And, um, but what I love, so I'm a beach body coach and what I love about our programs and that I think makes us unique is we offer not just like we offer fitness programs and, oh my gosh, I think we have like over 60 programs. There's every kind of workout program under the sun and we keep growing. We have some really cool stuff coming up this summer. That's just going to be like nothing else, but we have programs that, just for anyone, whether you like dancing, whether you're weight, like weightlifting, if you like Pilates or bar boxing, MMA, we've got it all. So that's really cool. And, um, I know that's been a game changer for me to have an actual structured program rather than just winging it. Cause I used to be that person go in the gym and a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Okay. Um, so I love having the strategy of, of actual fitness program. Um, we have nutrition programs to follow that are the same way. No more winging it, thinking I'm eating healthy, do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um, just having a structured program that literally just you can use for a lifetime. But the biggest component about it is 
not only me as a one-on-one coach to have literally like 24 hours around the day support because I just love it so much. Um, Mm -hmm. I always tell my people like, ah, you're never bothering me. Like, bring it on. We can talk about this all day, every day. But also we plug you into a community that is super supportive of people going through their journeys too. So I like to chat with the person first to see exactly what it is that they're struggling with and like, what are their goals? Because then that really helps me find a fitness program that meets their interests and their goals. Because if you come to me and I'm like, okay, here's this great program that I'm doing, well, you might hate weightlifting or like intense weightlifting, or you might, you know, want something softer, gentler. I don't, you know, there's no sense in doing a fitness program there that you don't enjoy, you know, right. um, everybody's different. Right. Sure. Because then you're not going to stick to it. Mm-hmm. You know, your workouts shouldn't feel like, Oh, I got to go work out. It should be fun. Like I look forward to my workouts every single day. I really do. And I know that kind of takes some time, but, um, and then the same thing with our eating programs, we have different, two different nutrition programs, um, that are kind of styled two different ways. So that kind of also depends on the person's lifestyle, how they currently eat, what their goals are, um, and things of that nature. So it's really, there's so many options that you can actually really customize it to that person's, the struggles that they have, the things that they've maybe tried before, their lifestyle, the time that they have, the amount of time in the day that they have to work out. And then, like I said, I think a big piece of that puzzle is not just having a one-on-one coach to help. Like I love helping people create meal plans. Like, hey, we're doing this nutrition program. Let's work out a meal plan. Because I think mm-hmm. planning ahead and having that strategy is is so key, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then having a community that you're built in, you know, to also have other support and um, other people going through the journey at the same time, a lot of like-minded people. Yeah, So sure. that's, yeah that answered your question. That did answer my question. I just wanted people to know, because I think you're so amazing and inspiring. And I feel like, you know, I just have this like, sort of like hashtag whole package thing about you because (laughs) I, I don't feel like it's all about like, Oh, get down to a certain size. It's about, you know, being healthy, not just with your physical body, but your mental health, how you look at yourself how you view yourself, having realistic expectations and just like having a good life. Cause this life mm-hmm. is so good. And so I love that mm-hmm. that's sort of your leadership style is just looking at it from such a positive, like, what can you do? I mean, imagine like if you started, if you guys are listening, imagine if you started with someone like this, who's like little miss sunshine, who knows what she's doing, where you could <laughs> be in a year from now. I mean, it's true. Sorry. It's the truth. Yeah. But that's just, it is, um, you know, so we wait and hesitate for so long to start. And it's like, you know, if we just start, just start, right? Mm-hmm. Just With start. anything, just start. Yep. You don't have yep. to be, in fact, you're never ready when you start because you wouldn't be where you are. Like that's part of the journey is learning and it's just evolving. And, you know, I just really do feel passionate about trying to share all the struggles that I went through and save people from that mess <laughs> right. and just making it more, you're right. Not, it's not about a size or a number on the scale or the number inside of your dress. It's just about feeling good, being happy, finding that time of the day for you so that, you know, if you fill your cup so you can fill others and that yep. you feel healthy and strong and alive and you know, a lot of it is mindset. I know we didn't touch too much on that, but man, do I believe that your body achieves what your mind believes. Our minds are so powerful. Mm-hmm. You know, things that we tell ourselves, whether we say we can do something or we can't, we're right. Because if we tell, tell ourselves like, oh, I'll never be fit again, or I'll never be healthier. I'll never this or that. 
well, then you're right. Cause you're already telling yourself that you can't. So, mm-hmm. you know, we really have to build ourselves up and build one another up. And so, yeah. Thank you so much for listening to my show. Did you know that word of mouth is the best way for a podcast to spread? I would love for you to tell someone if there was any part of this conversation that resonated with you. And don't forget, if you ever want to reach out, I'm on Instagram at ms.dianapiquet. Bye, friend. Thank